Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. I was a little munchy, and I grabbed these uh, cheddar cheese pops off the um, out of the, the basement. Yeah, it was on the back of a shelf of our uh, pantry, and uh, they're stale. Tastes a little unusual. I was like this, that's a weird taste for cheddar. Uh, it, and it, I checked the back. Dog food? There's the best okay. before is April 13, 13. Oh, yeah. Wow. So so you're going on that's a four year, almost a four year old bag of chips. He, and they're like popcorn chips too. They're, they're like not real potato chips. They're like oh, so they're like when the stale, like the packing popcorn gets stale. It's like that. Yeah, but they're like that when they're fresh. <laughs> so I probably shouldn't have more than the two that I gambled with there. I um, uh, I, I wouldn't chance it. No, but but anyway, welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Yeah. What's uh, up? My what's name up? is what's uh, up, the, baby? the one that's gonna. What? What's up, baby? Hey, this is episode number. 237. 237. Uh, I'm, I'm the one that's going to be dying from food poisoning shortly. I'm Scott, and uh, the one smarter than that is Joey. Yeah, I'm not eating anything that's stale. Well, I didn't know. I'm surprised anything in my house ever gets past its expiration date because my wife is like the expiration ninja. Uh-huh. Uh, if a ga- let's say we bought a gallon of milk, right? And let's say the expiration, it's, let's say it's going to expire tomorrow. She will dump it down the drain tonight. Now, 
On the other hand, I, I am known as the person to throw himself on the grenade, where I'm surprised I didn't finish that even after I saw the date. <laughs> but the taste was that off that I was like, yeah, that's not a good sign. So, <laughs> And you had two of them. Nor- normally, normally, I would have been like, that's not a good sign, and I still would have finished it. <laughs> it's like that Tom, that's, uh, Tom Hanks skit on SNL, where um, he says, oh, this milk is so sour, try this. And then someone would try it. Oh, this step is loose. Uh, don't walk down the stairs, and then someone would because they didn't believe him, and then they tripped down the stairs too. It's like it's the whole skit is, you know, this is this, don't do it, or do this because I'm doing it too, and it was kind of funny. What's the matter? You got this Nothing. quizzical look. I don't get the skit, but anyway. You don't get the skit? I don't think it's funny, that's all. Oh, you, you understand it. You just don't think it's I, I understand the concept. I think oh, it's a okay. poor concept. Yeah, well, this is Saturday Night Live like 15 years ago. Well, I, which I believe is it. when yeah. they were probably at their worst. Uh-huh. You know, uh, this year, last, last season and almost all of this season has actually been quite funny. because Only because of the political stuff. Only because of the political stuff. They've been doing so, that quite a bit. Now, 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 Joseph. Yes, sir. What 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 are we reviewing today? We're reviewing Moonlight. The last Oscar nominated film? The very last one. Oh, the road is finally come has come to an end. Yes. So let's talk about the title. We've been doing that and I'm going to let you lead off because I think I did the All last right. two or three. Um because I'm more interested on your take on the title. Well, um, I mean, I have a take on it. Um, like it even goes well, all the way to the movie poster. Well, this is another adapted screenplay. Yes. And so we're now we're dealing with again. You can see the difference between the uh, screenplay's original title, which was uh, um, in the moonlight, "Black Boys Look Blue," <laughs> which is mentioned in the film. Right. Um, so the fact they shortened it to Moonlight seems a bit of a cheat. I don't know how well that title would have worked in its entirety. I like that it's more of a vague title because it's not like, oh, this film's about Moonlight. It has nothing to do with Moonlight. It is that. <laughs> so I like the fact that it's a bit of an innocuous. I hate the fact we had to shorten it down to one word. But, yeah, uh, it's it, fucking it, one-word movies. It's kind of all, it's all the rage. Yeah, but I, as a one title, as a one word title, I I like it only because it's not just oh this is what the whole film's about. Okay. Um. There was the one scene where um the the, the father figure is talking about the uh, there was this older woman who he comes across his path with and he did something stupid and. She was talking about how he looked blue in the moonlight, so they, they tied that in there. There was that. Um, and his first sexual experience, I believe, was by moonlight. Like, the moon, like they don't really harp on it, but the moon is out that night, so there's that kind of... Uh, there's also the, the meaning of that as well. Um, you know, I, it's an okay title. It, <laughs> I guess that's what I like the poster way more than the title. I, I don't care for the poster at all. Really? Yeah. I, I, I like that it's all three because there's three chapters of his life that the film chronicles, 
and the poster is each one of those people comprised yeah. to make one face, one person. Uh huh. And I I like that. I, I think that's a pretty it's a pretty ingenious considering that posters are so overused that they do the same thing over and over and over. There's just this wheelhouse of posters that they say, okay, we're gonna do the you know the big head in the sky, or we're gonna do the 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 guy and the girl back to back, and she's holding his tie. It's like, or we're gonna do the uh, the V formation of the person's back towards the picture, and they're standing in a V for it. Just this is more original than a lot of posters I've seen lately, or in a long time, to be completely honest. So that's why I like it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know when I when I saw the poster, I thought it was a sequel to Face Off. <laughs> no, I, I I do like it. I I think it's very well done, and um, I, I I like the poster a lot. I I think I like this poster more than any best picture poster. That yeah, I would say I like this poster more than any of the best picture films. This one I like the most. Uh, well, what 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 what, what is this face? No, I, I I peeked at, I peeked at something else. I I, <laughs> I, hit, I hit the wrong button. And something came up my screen. I was like, oh oh, two girls, one cup again. Oh, dude, can't stop. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. It's a, it's a, I just didn't care for it. I have, I have no argument against it as a poster uh, or how it was supposed to convey. It just bothers me. I don't like it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. No. Doesn't make me want to see the film. Just no, makes you want to ask no. who who's your yeah. fucking designer. No, sir, I don't like it. Yeah. I mean did uh you know, do they have a P, uh, like a production assistant do this on the side? I mean it's just it's <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I you know what? I, I realized we didn't talk about the poster for Manchester by the Sea. I it, which, it's it's which Casey is a po- Affleck, which I also we, we've seen it. Yeah, yeah, and and it's well. This is a new thing we're getting into. We haven't got we haven't got the list out. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't like the poster for Manchester by the Sea at all. No, I agree. I agree with you there too. Yeah, <laughs> it Look, should have been him with the gun to his head. Oh God! <laughs> Looking at all of the posters, you have the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow vagina jade egg poster. Um, then you have Denzel Washington and Viola Davis, which looks just like a Broadway poster, which is. Eh. Hacksaw Ridge, eh. the giant head in the sky of Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, very blah, hate La La Land's poster. Oh. Uh, we just reviewed Lion last episode, Didn't don't care for that one either. No. And Manchester by the Sea is so fucking plain and vanilla with seagulls flying around, I think it's a dumb fucking poster. Moonlight is the best poster. You could, I think, you can agree with me on that. No, you go hell or high water, even with the giant Jeff Bridges head. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I'm biased. I'm not saying it's the best poster; it's the one I like the most. Even if it is cliche, I like it because so, there's a reason why things are cliche. I mean, is is Jeff Bridges supposed to be like Jesus Christ? In the, I mean, like the sun is setting with it. Just come on. What I know. A terrible Again, fucking I, poster. Don't don't try to trick me into defending it because I won't. <laughs> but I just like it. <sighs> I 
Oh, mother, yeah. So anyway, Moonlight. Yes, Moonlight. Yeah, it, 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 it's... Uh, sorry, I did that again. No, it's... Okay. Uh, yeah, like you said, it takes place in three sections, and each section is a pivotal point in this character's life. Yes. Uh, that shapes who he is as a person. Uh, once as childhood, once as a teenager, and then once as an adult. Uh, and there's a there's the whole theme of growing up black. Uh, there's a whole theme of growing up poor with a uh, with a mother with an addiction. Uh, there's yeah. also a whole theme of uh, bullying and growing up uh, that way. And there's also a whole theme of uh, growing up uh, gay. Yeah. In, in most of, in this environment or yeah. any environment really, yeah. but this environment has a specific connotation to oh, it. Oh yeah, it's it's, so, a, it's a bad environment. It's a violent environment. It's, it's a bad environment for any of the situations I just yeah. described. Yeah, it's just bad all around. So, yeah. you know, it's he he <clears throat> like he in the beginning of the film he's getting chased by a bunch of kids he, and you you get the notion that this happens to him a lot because he's different mm. and because they like like a shark can smell blood in the water, they can tell he's different, and kids are fucking cruel. So it just kind of migrates towards that. Uh, so from the very beginning, you get the gist that he's different, and all these kids know that, and they fucking pick on him, and they bully him. So he meets up with, uh, from the very beginning, who becomes, his name is Juan, uh, who... I pronouncing his name wrong but it's Meir Shala Ali who it beca basically becomes a father figure for him uh, throughout at least his child uh, childhood years up until he's a teenager although you don't see this character after the first half an hour of the movie you oh no he, he only exists in the first the chapter first chapter of his life. yeah yeah which you would think they would revisit that a little bit, but they don't ever. Well, it, well but then I, I, the film's going for a more realistic angle, and I think you, there are things that you never revisit in your life. There's, there's things that occur in your childhood well, that shape you that don't become a reoccurring thing. It's something that happened then. You don't go back and revisit that. Uh, I, I, I could probably list you a bunch of things that were influential to me as a child that I've never gone back and visited. But even, never have had contact no, with again. And I get that. But even when he's a teenager, he ends up at his house uh, because this woman, Teresa, who is his girlfriend slash wife, whatever you want to call right. her. Right. She, um, she, she kind of becomes like, his, like his, his nanny or his like aunt. Yeah, where she kind of raises him. Uh, not entirely, but... She kind of puts a lot of good things in him. When he when he when he needs help, she's there. Right, but you see she kind her of looks after him. You see her, but he doesn't show. Like even when he's a teenager, you see her, but you don't see him anymore. Right. So it just they don't even allude to anything like oh he he's killed or he's in jail or whatever. They don't do anything like that. No, but it doesn't really need it. It it doesn't. But he's nominated for a best supporting Oscar. For best, oh, he's nominated for an Oscar for best supporting actor. This uh, right, Marshal Ali, who he's not, he's good in the film, but I think he almost had more screen time in Hidden Figures than he did in this movie. Yeah, possibly. You know, so I, not that I don't think he deserves a nomination, but when I hear and read that he's a lock to win, I kind of have a problem with it because I don't believe he gave. 
the best performance for the category. Yeah, I, you know, I get that. I see what you're saying with that. You know, I, I think uh, a lot of the voting. Uh, I think the Oscars feels bad about how the. How They're the making Oscars, up for white gold. They they are for the last two yeah. or three years. And, um, and and I think the important thing to say when you and I say that is that we're not saying that these films don't deserve these actors or actresses or films don't deserve to be nominated. This is one of the few years where I have very few films I'm po- I would point at and say does not deserve. Oh, that, uh, same here. I don't. It's been a long time. So, I just yeah I, yeah. I I don't think personally i don't think he had enough screen time although you know judy dench won an oscar for seven minutes of screen time for uh queen elizabeth is shakespeare in love but it's hard to make that argument right it is hard to make the argument i personally don't feel he was in the film enough i personally don't feel he gave the best performance but you're right they're they're making up for white cold and he's probably going to win when he probably doesn't deserve it I, well, I, again, I, w- I wouldn't say it doesn't deserve it. I, I just think, you, you, for as far as an Oscar goes, yes, yeah, it's, it's well, a very. I mean, listen. A, when I say don't deserve, I, and I'm not saying uh, it, it was a bad performance in, in a malicious or, yeah, way. It, I, I'm saying I think there's other the other four actors deserve. Avatar it. didn't deserve <laughs> yeah. to be nominated. I, I think the other four actors uh, gave a better performance, and that's all okay. I care about. All I that, care that, about is the performance. Um, yeah. Specifically, uh, what's his name? Um, is it Josh Hedges from Manchester by the Sea? Uh, the the kid, the sixteen year old. Oh, the kid, yeah. Lucas Hedges. Yeah. He was fucking great in there. And Lucas he had a, Hedges. Lucas Hedges. He had some really good line, one liners, like what I mentioned last week, where he's in the car and he's like, "Well, where? How old is this car? Nineteen twenty-eight." That though, he, he's just. But his the way he delivered it. Was, okay, so we're just making sure we're on the same page. I never said he wrote it. I know, but we're talking about a, all right. Anyway. You know, it's just, and just a little, the way his inflection, the way he delivers the line or the lines throughout that movie are so good. Personally, I think Michael Shannon deserves it more than anybody. That's my personal uh, pick, but I don't think that's going to happen. You're biased too, because you like Michael Shannon. I like Nocturnal Animals, (laughs) Um, which I think got the fucking shaft this year. Uh, more a bigger shaft than Nightcrawler last year. I I, I think n- n- uh, Nocturnal Animals deserved w- way more than it got. It got one nomination for Best Supporting Actor for Michael Shannon, and I I I think it should have been Best Picture, adapted. Uh, I think even uh, Jake Gyllenhaal should have probably been in the Best Supporting Actor category as well. Uh. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm I'm willing to bet that it could have easily replaced La La Land for best screenplay. Uh, is La La Land original or adapted? La La Land's original. Well, Nocturnals is adapted. Well, you didn't tell me that. I did tell you that. It's based on a book called Tony and Susan. That's right. You did tell. Well, you did tell me that. <laughs> I told you in, that, motherfucker. In that case, I mean. You'd have to you'd have to knock a rival out. Everything else is is, and I'd be okay with that. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. I'm not saying. You know, as far as uh, like like for instance, I think it should have been nominated for best picture, and the film I would have taken out to put this film in its place would have been probably Hidden Figures, because I don't think La La Land in any scenario doesn't get nominated. 
If I had my choice, it wouldn't be. But I for think what? For best picture. Oh. You know, but I think you can remove hidden figures and put nocturnal animals in because it is so much better than hidden figures. Personally, it's my favorite film from twenty sixteen. But I mean, that, and that's the one thing I just want to point out. It's like, again, it was like, like, yeah, I, I agree with you, and there's no way to, there's no way you can rationally say it to the contrary. The the uh, excess of black, African American, whatever you want to call them, actors in films or as it, or, or or black films is definitely a response to the white gold complaints from the last couple of years. Oh yeah. However. Even though it is a response based on that, I think they are all worthy of the nomination and are all quality performances or materials. So it's 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 not like oh yeah they just did it because of that and they're sh- and they're and they're, you know they shouldn't be up there. No, they should. I, I think there's so much out there that you could easily say that for any group uh and say yeah i want to be uh, yeah, i think we should have more people like more films with people like that I mean, you could find those performances to an extent no, that, um, definitely, definitely. I, I think it's out there i you know the, that's why the whole idea of just a like, best picture of the year is fucking ridiculous yeah so you know that's where i'm comfortable with that the, the oscars itself is a stupid concept i think i stopped enjoying the oscars like 15 years ago yeah we just do it for the show otherwise we're just fucking done with it yeah i mean i'd still watch every year you know it's the I only would stay award- up. I'd watch it the next day. <clears throat> it's the only award show that I I would tune into. This I, right I, now is the only reason I stay up and watch it to the end. This show. That's it. Otherwise, I would just I would watch it the next day highlights. You know, it's too much to fucking go through anymore for the for the payout. Yeah, and, and the fact that's, that they they run long every fucking year and they have to play every fucking song from every fucking nomination. Oh yeah. In its entirety. It's just fuck enough already. That one year they did it right. They just played them all like in a fifteen-minute segment, and they still ran long that year. Yeah, it was <laughs> like enough already. <laughs> My favorite is the one year where they they said, "Yeah, we're going to try to get it under this year," and then I remember it was like three hours long, and they're not even halfway through. Like, but first we're going to stop everything for fifteen minutes of Cirque du Soleil. It's like it's ten thirty. What the fuck are you people doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, I think that was the one that wasn't done till like one in the morning East Coast time. Yeah, it, it was just it, like insane. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, yeah, it, it's, exactly. it's become the joke. It's become the joke uh, sure. that the Oscars runs long. Yeah, let's find out what the longest Oscars ever was. All right, now the Cirque du Soleil Oscars performance was in 2012. Really? It seems like it was older than that. But it's saying it was a 2012 performance. Five years? Okay. The 74th Academy Awards ran four hours and 23 minutes. And what year was that in? <laughs> um, that was March of 2002. So that one ran until... Almost one o'clock in the morning. I feel like that's the one I'm thinking of, but I'm, I'm wondering. Maybe I'm just remembering because, Cirque du Soleil later. But yeah, yeah. I, I remember sitting up to that one o'clock one. Who 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 won for best picture for that? It was a beautiful mind that year. Yeah. Okay, that's the one because I was pissed off. Well, yeah, I, I because the... Fellowship of the Ring didn't win. Right. Um, 
It and did. that was the one where like, you knew they were already tipping the hand to Beautiful Minds because like, during the intermissions, like, uh, little pe- few people know that uh, Beautiful Mind was shot uh, chronologically or linearly, which means that all the scenes happened in the order that they were filmed. And I was like, yeah, anybody mention that, that he filmed three films simultaneously <laughs> with Lord of the Rings? Like that, that and the next two sequels were filmed at the same time? Anyone want to yeah. bring that up? Over, no. Over no. 18 months. Yeah. How about... No, that's not gonna. You knew they were gonna. Put, they they were like they were trying so hard not to point out how big of a deal Lord of the Rings was. You knew they weren't gonna give it to it. Yeah, and and here's the thing, each one of those films, and the the way like you said the way it worked, they filmed all three simultaneously, so all three were of equal quality, because it wasn't that they made one and then they made another three years later and then another three years later they filmed all three over eighteen months. So the actors gave the same performance from day one to, you know, the the last day of shooting. So each film was edited and uh, it, it was put together with such care that the first film was as good as the last film and the one in between. Well, I, I disagree with that, but that's just because... I got bored with it by the third film. Well, I mean, but the thing is, the third film was the one that won Best Picture, and the only reason it did was because they knew they weren't going to give Best Picture three straight years to Lord of the Rings, even though that's probably what should have happened. So that's why the third film won, like, 11 Oscars. Because it was to make up for the other two yeah. films being nominated but not winning anything. And that was one of the big fucking jokes at the Oscars too. It was like, yeah, all right, so we know you're doing this because you know you're going to give it awards to the third one, but then you're not you're not giving out the Oscar to the best picture. You're giving it based on future performance. I mean, what kind of bullshit is that? Right. Like what was nominated yeah. in 2003 that was up against Return of the King, which in like I liked all three, but in my opinion was of was the weakest of the three. Agreed. You know, people watched it because it was the conclusion. You know, that's the one that had like the three endings, because the fucking book had three endings. Yeah. And the extended edition is even longer. Like the movie's three hours and twenty minutes to begin with, but the book, uh, the extended edition is like four hours and twenty minutes. It's fucking crazy. Um. Let's see. Oscars 2004 because it was in 2004 but it's for the 2003 films oh alright what okay so here are the films nominated you know what yeah it deserved it that year because it was up against Lost in Translation oh Mystic River yeah. Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World, and Seabiscuit. So, you yeah. know what? By fucking default. <laughs> See, you rattle off that year's nominees, and I look at this year's nominees like, this is a pretty good year. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, right. let, let's take a look at 2001, 2002, 2003. I know we should be reviewing Moonlight, but I just like, don't care. <laughs> well, no, but you know what? It's a great film. I'm going to say that. What, Moonlight? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I did like it. I just I'm kind of I'm done. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, 2001, uh, you had Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, Moulin Rouge, which I know you liked. Surprisingly, but I, I didn't like it till after. I, I until it was out on I, DVD and I watched it accidentally. I never liked it. Um, it's a great film. Gosford Park, 
in, oh, I, yeah. Yeah, in the bedroom, and of course, A Beautiful Mind winning Best Picture. Um, I would go Fellowship of the Ring over anything. You had a lot of low-key films up that year. Uh, yeah. In the bedroom, very low-key film. Beautiful Mind, uh, you know, it, it's a bigger film, but it's still a low-key film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 2002, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Gangs of New York, The Pianist. Yeah, yeah see, these are all bigger films. The Hours and Chicago winning Best Picture that year, oh, which Jesus was a fucking Christ. joke. That's like really... that put musicals like hey we can make musical in a uh, best picture and uh, it's kind of been that way like they keep making musicals but la la land is the first one since chicago where it has a real chance to win now you're going to see an influx of even more fucking musicals i mean but you musicals used to be so mainstream you couldn't throw a fucking throw a rock without watching a film that had like a half hour musical interlude and well, now it's and almost like the elitist uh, film snob thinks, oh, musical, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Chicago, uh-huh, based on a play. It's 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 almost snobbish uh, in that kind of regards. Again, it's that kind of like, uh, it, again, film elitist. Like, I'm running out of words. It's the well, same thing. You know, I'll tell you, it, it's growing up, we grew up <sighs> when musicals were popular, you know, uh, <sighs> Like in the the seventies and the eighties, you know, musicals. Well, they were more popular in in the sixties and the seventies. And but you were, they were still around. You, they were still they were had... they were very much around when we were growing up. They were showing especially them on TV and 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 television, movies cable. and whatnot. Cable. Um, I yeah. I grew up with watching musicals because they were everywhere. Yeah, I mean Oliver. I mean, I, yeah. I, would I have I ever said, hey, I want to watch a musical about a, a poor kid? No, but it was on HBO nonstop. You're going to end up watching it on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. You know, it just, it just, it was, again, first generation to be absorbing entertainment by, via osmosis, even subconsciously, without even choosing what they want to watch, just having stuff playing all the time. Yeah. So, our, yeah, so, yeah, we, we, we were exposed to musicals just because. That was what, you know, they were making more of them back then, and they were still being recycled into these secondary outlets. Right, and and people got bored of them, uh, so they kind of slowed well, down. Well, musicals. Well, yeah, well, they, they slowed down making them, and then, you know, Chicago comes and wins Best Picture for Musical, and then it just, then you get, like, fucking High School Musical, and then you, you get just Disney doing even more movies they always had music in their films but they just kind of went crazy with that shit again now they make their movies so that they can be transplanted to broadway right off the fucking bat that's just how disney does their shit now which is don't don't get me wrong it's smart on their part but i want no part of it i'm with you i can't stand the only thing I, i i hate more than these musicals made from films is the films made from musicals made from films (laughs) <laughs> like the fucking producers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, uh, it's just it's 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 just too much. I get remakes and reboots. That's just one step for, too far for me. It's too incestuous. It's too it's too much. Like okay, I'm not watching a film. I'm watching a ten year merchandising plan. Yeah, pretty much. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Mel. I mean, even like Mel Brooks, all of his shit doing musicals and stuff. All right, come on. Uh enough what year did oliver come out was that 69 
I don't know. 68. Ooh, that was good. You're good at that. I was, I was close. I haven't seen that movie in years. I know by heart. Well, we watched I'm it. I'm we... reviewing the situation. <laughs> no, it just... I, you know, I saw that film at least once a year, every year growing up, from, oh, kinder, like from kindergarten kid, through middle school. If it was on, I'd watch it. I liked the film. I, I'm not even saying like I was stupid or anything. I, I I would watch it now and just like reminisce. It was that good. Of, I, it's like uh, it's um, again. I, I hate West Side Story. Fucking hate West Side Story <laughs> with a fucking passion. Everything that's wrong with musicals is in West Side fucking story. But uh, and and I've said it before. I I like film musicals as far as films go, or they're like a film that just happens to have people singing in it, not a film that's based as a musical like La La Land was, or um, uh, Chicago to to some extent. I mean, like like it's like oh see it's a play yeah I fucking get it shut up. Uh, so Here's that's a- why I lean towards stuff like My Fair Lady, which you know I think. It, plays more like a film with music in it mm. as opposed to playing like a musical Les Mis the way they did it I thought was a decent uh, the, again the fact that it pissed off I feel like we had this exact same conversation like two episodes ago we did bring up Oliver a couple episodes ago yeah because I think I, I think it went right back in the same thing about Les Mis so, we yeah, probably talked it about it people hated it yeah we probably talked about it when we reviewed La La Land yeah I think we're repeating ourselves but mm-hmm. the Oscar thing it's like we're doing the same thing over and over again per episode it's very unusual for us yeah uh, you know, we usually try to switch gears, and we can't. We have to watch. You know, it's, it's all the same shit. Yeah. So here's a goof from Oliver. Just after Oliver asks for more gruel, and is taken by Mr. Bumble to the governor of the workhouse, they are standing at the door. Oliver mouths Mr. Bumble's lines, and then covers it up, and starts wiggling his tongue. I didn't know the dish was called gruel. Yeah, gruel. And I didn't realize that that's also a pornographic term. That I didn't know. Yeah, I just found that out recently, actually. I I, I don't think I want to know what it is. Um, I could tell you, you know. Yeah, I off, don't know if I want to know, but uh. Oh, you do. It's it's. I do. Eh, well, I mean, you don't, but it, it's not as bad as what you're thinking, I guess. <laughs> I I don't even know what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Blake Slate right now, and that's what scares me. Yes. Uh, gruel. You could look that up if you want. <laughs> no, I'm not. Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary gruel. No, you'll just get a definition, not a picture. No, no, I, no. I, that won't be enough for me. <laughs> uh, the image, that images option is right well, let's, there. Let's put it's it like, this way: you see it every time you watch porn. So it's, uh, you know, it's, see, it's, you're already it's, going too far. And it's it's commonplace. Don't don't do a Google Images search for gruel. No, all right, it's and it's spelled G R O O L, not G R U E L, which is what the oh. dish is. Okay, so I'm, I'm, uh, well, it's a whole different thing then. But it's pronounced the same. <laughs> it's just, I'm sorry, my mind is so twisted that I, the pronunciation is what made me think of it, because it's pronounced exactly the same. Oh, I think I know what it is now. Oh, <laughs> now that you said what the, now that you, now that you told me how to spell it, I think I know what it is. Of course, moving you do. on. Moving uh, on. Speaking of gruel, uh, Moonlight. <laughs> uh, the one thing I did like about Moonlight, uh, I, I thought it handled uh, all the subject material very competently. It was none of it was like even with 
like like my one of my arguments with with hell or high water was that it didn't have to be as out front with the material as it was it kind of it almost spoon fed you the information it, there were a couple times where it's like all right you know what i know what you're doing you don't need to tell me anymore uh and moonlight never really hit that part spot yeah everything is the the the, the, the homosexuality thing the the family thing the the mother drug abuser thing uh the the bullying th- all of it is is done it's very based in reality at no point that I feel like this was an after-school special or anything, and no, no point was like, well, did you have to come out and say... No, it's all... Everything was necessary, and nothing went beyond necessary. Yeah, no, it was very well done. It was a very yeah. well-done film. Um, I, I didn't get emotional during the film at all. Um, no. Not that it's that's commonplace for me, but there's a couple of films that we reviewed... Dude, I'm dry. ...where, you know, I got um, choked up or emotional... Uh, after all the after all the um, uh, emotional films this season, I'm I'm done. I, I could watch. I could actually watch like uh, like beheading videos now and just be like, oh whatever. Oh god, I'm, just, I'm, I'm dried. <laughs> I have nothing else left. I'm I'm sucked clean of uh, despair. Yes, it's uh, uh, I'm uh, after this. I'm I'm gonna get some popcorn. I'm gonna watch the day after and just <laughs> just just casually. Ah, that's, oh, yeah, everybody uh, dies. Okay. Poor Jason Robards. <laughs> 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 um yeah no this was uh felt like more of an important film than an emotional film uh so it, it just and oh what is this up for uh it's up for best picture yeah um so we talked we talked about the name we talked about the poster i know you had like a, a list of of things and I know those are the well, two no, big ones. No, we should ones. have a list. And that, and but we never I'm did. working on it. Okay. Maybe we'll have it for Sunday. Maybe. Maybe. No, not for Sunday, because we're not doing movie reviews Sunday. Yeah, but we could talk a little bit in and out during commercials and shit. But, but we're not going to be as structured as a regular episode. So no, the we're episode not. after that, yes. So it's up for Best Picture. Um, not up for Best Actor. It is up for supporting actress. Not up for best actress. Right. Uh, it is up for best supporting actress, and that's Naomi Harris. Mm-hmm. Who's good? She's good. Yeah. She plays a junkie. She plays uh, the his mother. Um. I don't think she wins. I still think it's Viola Davis. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if she won. I wouldn't be surprised either. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. It's going, I, it's going I, to a black chick. Let's put it that way. Well, I, I, I think we, as we said last episode. Um, oh no, not even. Uh, it, it's yeah. There's there's no performance in here listed that I would be surprised about. <coughs> yeah. Or or upset about. They're all great roles. All played very well. Supporting actor, uh, Mahershala no. Ali. He's nominated. Um, Supporting actor. Oh yeah. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, he is. Yeah, the I father bet. figure won. Right. He probably wins best supporting actor. Everywhere I keep reading says he's pretty. It's pretty much guaranteed. Um. In the last episode when we reviewed Lion, I don't feel that he gave the best performance whatsoever. I don't think he's in the film long enough. I don't think his performance no. is as good as the other four. I don't think his performance is bad by any means. I think it's very good. I just don't think it's the best. 
I, I think, like I said last episode, um, uh, the only long shot under supporting actor is uh, Jeff Bridges, and I think we both agree on that. Correct. Yeah, and you know, and it's not just because he's won before. No, uh, no, it's just performance-wise and everything. Is again, great performance, but yeah, I, it, everything else is just a bit more grounded in. Uh, it's just with with everything going on, there's a lot to consider, and every all things considered, I think he's a long shot. I think, I think the real, the uh, the 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 actors that have a real shot. I mean, obviously. Marshala Ali because everywhere I keep reading says he's going to win it but I think Lucas Hedges has a real shot at winning and I, I and I want to say Dev Patel as well I think Michael Shannon is just going to be left hung out to dry even though I thought he was excellent in Nocturnal Animals but I think Lucas Hedges realistically has a real shot at winning yeah. the best supporting Although I don't yeah, think definitely. I I don't think in the end he's going to. Even though I think his performance is better um, than Marshalla's, so. Right. Uh, what else is it up for? Uh, cinematography. Cinematography, which the cinematography in this is very good. I I, I think it's uh, one of the better films. Yeah. Although. I, 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 Although I think I think it's right up there. I think it's it's, it's a, for me it's a three way tie between between Arrival, Moonlight, and possibly Silence. Yeah, and I think it might go Silence just because the cinematography is that good. Yeah. So, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to Arrival, and then mm-hmm. you know possibly Moonlight. Now it's uh, also up for directing. It's up for directing, which the directing in here, even though. I don't want to say simple because it's not really simple. It's very organic. Um, there's nothing crazy going on as far as the directing goes, but it's well directed. But, but do you need? But do you need crazy in order no. to be best no. director? But it's well directed, and that's why it's nominated. Yeah. Um, um, now, do you, who do you? I think we just no. We did not mention this because the line was not up for best director. Who who do you think? Who do you like for directing? I think the most. I think, the most experienced, the most well put together film is probably Hacksaw Ridge. I think there's a lot of talent, behind making a film like that, but I don't think Mel Gibson gets, recognized at all for it. So then I got to move to. Arrival. Because. That is a very masterful directed film, but but it's a genre film, and I yeah. think that's why it's more likely to get cinematography than it is directing. I agree. I'm just going over in my head. Okay, uh, no, like, I'm not stopping like, you. Or anything. Like La La Land <sighs> choreography. I don't know how much he had to do with that as far as La La Land goes, because that a lot that film is mostly chore- choreographed. If he's just directing what somebody else put Not together, that much choreography in it. <coughs> I'm just saying, as far as talent goes, if he's just putting together what somebody else choreographed, not that I'm saying it's easy because it's not. I'm just saying, does it deserve best director for that? Something like that. Then you got Manchester by the Sea, who I really enjoyed the way he put that film together. I think the way they didn't prolong scenes. 
uh, going in from one scene to another where it ended abruptly because life is like that. Yeah. You know, I thought mm-hmm. that was really well done. And then, of course, Moonlight, which I thought was also really well done. So, directing, I would like to see Mel Gibson win it, but I don't think he will. But I think it's either going to go to La La Land for Damien Chazelle or Moonlight. I think those are the two. I wouldn't be surprised. That you sent me an article uh, from uh, someone who wrote writes for the New York Times. The say, New Yorker. The New Yorker. I'm sorry, the New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Saying that he believes that Moonlight is the best film on the list and it sh- deserves to win Best Picture. And if they vote the way he thinks they will, it'll probably get Best Picture, but it might split director and have that go to Damien Chazelle or Manchester by the Sea. But he said that realistically, La La Land is going to sweep a whole bunch of Oscars. Yeah. So I and, I and I read it and I and I read what he what he what he wrote and I and I do agree with him on a lot of different things. Um, I think they're going to give it to La La Land for Best Picture, but I think they might split the directing, which they've done, you know, a lot lately. I think they have to. It, it was. I think I've mentioned this before. I think it was Reds in 1980, 81, 82. It was one of those years where. Uh, Warren Beatty won Best Director uh, for Reds, but then did not win Best Picture. And -hmm. it was this huge, it was like, oh my God, you know, like stuff like that didn't happen. Well, but now it happens way more often. And and it has to happen way more often because if the only way you can rationalize having twice as many Best Picture nominations than Best Director is if you, if there's a reason why. And the only reason why would be if you're not guaranteed the best director is going to win Best Picture, then why even fucking bother right. having so many choices? So, because uh, that was the, the norm odds, for a long time. If you won exactly. Best Director, you were winning Best Picture. Right, and I think they tried to get away from that in several ways. And this is the, I mean, it should be it should be a rare thing now for them to win the same thing. Right, and, you know, unless the film is just like won Birdman and won Best Director and Picture and deserve both. So oh, yeah. that that was one of those years where it was like, okay, this is realistically going to go both ways. Um, but then last year, um, the, I can never remember or pronounce his name, Anuratu or whatever. He that won, guy. yeah, he won Best Director for The Revenant, but Best Picture went to Spotlight because you know what? I don't even think Spotlight deserved Best Picture, but it wasn't the best no. directed film in any way, shape, or form. I agree with you on that too. Sub- subjects, yeah, we, 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 we definitely well, on the same well, page. When we reviewed it last year, we totally were in sync with it. It was the subject matter really propelled that into winning Best Picture. You know, because it was the subject matter was so, you know, harsh and considered an important film and things of that nature. Whereas the Revenant, the Revenant was just a great movie. The so, Revenant was relevant. Yeah. And they recognized how difficult and how much talent it required to direct a film like that. So that's why he won Best Director. So, as far as directing goes, uh, it's probably going to go to La La Land. But if it doesn't, it goes to Moonlight. With a possibility of Manchester by the Sea. 
the, again, La La Land's the only one that would piss me off. Yeah. And Arrival's the only one I think is a definite, definite no-go, which is why I feel so strong about cinematography. Um, now, Moonlight's also up for editing. Yeah, and I, I don't... Never know I, how to, I never know how to gauge this category. I... I, I think that's got to go to Hexel Ridge. It's just such a violent, fast-paced, and could be... It could go from a from a to a shitty film if it's edited poorly for a film like that with you know the 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 war scenes and uh, you know the pacing of it and whatnot. I think I think they go Hacksaw Ridge for editing. I don't think Moonlight should even should. Not that it shouldn't be in the conversation. I just don't. the, The way it's edited, it just it's it didn't stand out to me. Like La La Land, I get it. There's a lot of dance numbers. You got to edit that a certain way, or else that doesn't look right. Hell or High Water, um, the, the way they transition from scene to scene, it's very similar to Moonlight, where it's like, yeah, it doesn't blow me away by any means. But then Arrival and Hacksaw Ridge, those are very well. It to me, and- it's La La Land, Hacksaw Ridge, or Arrival. One of those three gets it. Hell or High Water or Moonlight, I don't even think is in the conversation. And editing of a war scene is major deal. Action scenes editing is a major deal, yeah. so, which is kind of sad that you don't get more action films nominated for best uh, editing. Yeah, when I fill out my ballot, I'm putting Hacksaw Ridge. That's I'm telling All you. Right. Now. I can see that. All right. So yeah, but Moonlight. I mean, nah. It, it, there's it's not yeah. Now yeah. Mus- musical <laughs> score, you have uh, La La Land. Which is going to win. Which is going to win. Jackie, which I haven't seen the film yet, so I don't I don't have an opinion on it. Lion. Passengers. Moonlight. Now, I've seen La La Land, I've seen Lion, I've seen Moonlight. The score in, in Lion is actually very good. Uh, it's one of the things that I thought stood out in the, for the film. I don't even remember it. Any of it. <laughs> uh, the score for Moonlight, I just... I saw this film last night, and I don't remember the score. It doesn't stand out to me at all. It, it, I, I don't think it's as important to the film. No. As the acting. I, and, and and who are we kidding? I, La La Land is winning best score anyway. So yeah. So why even bother talking about exactly. it? Exactly. <laughs> um, then you got, what else is it up for? not up for that sound editing it's not up for that sound mixing not up for that oh is that it oh adapted screenplay adapted screenplay so you talked about last episode when we mentioned that lion right uh exactly so it's arrival fences hidden figures lion and moonlight um i think it's got to go to fences yeah and then i think it goes lion after that um Maybe, maybe Moonlight. I don't know. I, I think it goes Hidden Figures before it goes Moonlight, just because Hidden Figures is the subject matter is is more yeah. important. I think. But it's such it's such a standard screenplay, Hidden Figures. It is. Um, Whereas Moonlight does have Moonlight, a little bit more depth. But I'm thinking subject matter might well, push it a little bit more not even that don't forget when you're talking about screenplay these you're talking about writing craft too and i say with screen with um, moonlight the act the act structure with a different time in the kid's life right uh think of it as boyhood but without being fucking boring and stupid <laughs> uh, 
and, and I think it pulls that off very well. Yeah. And you don't need a lot of explanation. There's a uh, there's a lot of minimalist dialogue scenes in the film, uh, and that is also a sign of good writing. Yeah. So no, I, I mean, I I personally would go fences moonlight. Fences moonlight. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I, I think can Hidden see Figures that. is. I don't know why Hidden Figures is. I know why Hidden Figures is there because it's adapted. But as far as the, as far as just a screenplay goes, story wise, not bad. Very formulaic. I mean, very, very typical. Very. It's well done, but well done to standard. Yeah. You know, it's it's a, it's a story structure that we're all familiar with. Yeah, formulaic was the word I described Spotlight last year a lot. Yeah. It was a I mean, very it, formulaic film, and it just had that very familiar feel, and the subject matter for that really pushed it, even though mm-hmm. I, I yeah. thought and it was the subject matter was like, okay guys, you're 10 years movie. too late. Yeah, that, that movie gets made 10 years, 15 years prior. It, it becomes a modern-day classic. Now, eh, I'll just watch Vice on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I I believe it. So we're almost an hour in, and so I think we're done. I think we're done. So as far as rating it, I think it's at seven point nine on IMDb. Uh huh. Um, I can go eight on this. I want to go eight because we did seven with Lion, and this deserves higher than Lion. I think yeah, I agree. Um. Although I, I mean, didn't, it I, didn't. Ha- for me, and this is personal, it didn't do enough to me that I felt emotionally invested in the film enough to say I think it deserves a nine or a ten. Yeah, but that no, no has way. nothing to do with the film or anything. It's just I, there's just something about the film that did not connect to me on that level where I'm like, this is genius. I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I, I'm I'm cool with eight. So yeah, I'm good with eight. Yeah. So, right. in conclusion, now we've seen all nine best pictures, and I think we uh, can both agree that the only yeah. one that we just really would throw away completely was La La Land. Yeah. It, it, real quick, the demographics. I'll, I'll break it down very simply for Moonlight. Yeah. Uh, lowest demographic, old people. Highest demographic, <laughs> young people. There, we're done. <laughs> Trump voters? Clinton voters. <laughs> I think I think you mean I think you mean Trump voters, Bernie voters. Uh, okay. Yeah. I still think we'd have a Clinton Sanders uh, White House. If, no, uh, don't don't even don't even start that. Don't if they don't could even figure out Wrong their differences show, and run together. La 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 la. La 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 land. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why'd you do that, Joey? Bastard. Uh, bastard. So uh, tune in. I'll, I'll, I'm going to set. I'm going to try to set the event up on Facebook. Uh, so if you follow us on Facebook, you'll be able to see the event and get a link there. But follow us. We're going to be doing a live show. Uh, I'd say starting a half hour before the show. I guess starting the, the red carpet. Well, I don't know if we'll go a whole half an hour because we're trying to keep the episode. You know. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah. Because if and you we know do that, then the ep- the episode is going to be like four hours if we do that. And it's not like we're going to sit there silently listen to the opening monologue and stuff. So we're going to be gonna, talking over there's it. There's going to be commercials every ten minutes, five exactly. minutes. Exactly. You're right. There's no so reason to do a red we carpet. We can go live like five minutes before they do. The only reason to do red carpet is to make fun of people, and we'll have plenty of time to do that while we're watching. Absolutely. Yeah. What are we, Joan Rivers? Come on. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. Uh, 
episode 237 of Movie Sectastic, the final Oscar film of the season. Uh, oh, I never read that email. We can do that on Oscar Sunday if you want. Sure, we can do that. Um, I mean, I could grab it right, right now real quick, but... No, 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 we'll do it. No, we'll, we'll do it we... Oscar Sunday. We'll announce that we're going to... I'll email the person that uh, that sent us the the suggestions and tell them we're, we're going to do it live uh, on, okay. the, on the Oscars. I'll All reach right. out to them. Um, so, episode 237. Go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Download the shows there. Listen to the shows there. Tune in live every Thursday at 8 o'clock. Watch the show with us. Be a part of the show. Uh, you can go to iTunes and you can download the show there as well. Or, if you want, you can listen right on the site. You can leave us a review. We always appreciate oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Everything from movie reviews to talking about the show to when we go live trailers it's all there um we have a tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com if you want to leave us email the address is the movie guys at moviesucktastic.com if you want to leave us voicemail it's 908-514-4470 and if you want to download the free android app for your phone device tablet whatever you're using you can do that everything i mentioned just before is in that and it's a hundred percent free it's very good i think you'll enjoy it and, uh, well, that about does it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? No. No, I don't think so. I don't think no? there's anything I can do for Moonlight that wouldn't be very inappropriate. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I don't feel it either. So, no, I, um, uh, Tune in live oh, Sunday, what? February 26th with Scott and I for the Oscars. There's your words Black of wisdom. Black gold. Black gold. So many black people are going to win Oscars on this Sunday. Good. After church, we're going to watch the Oscars. Hey, easy there. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? Something wrong with church? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Oh. <laughs> or Sunday. We're going to see you on Oscar Sunday. 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 Oh, you did that. Yeah. Yes, we did that already. Sunday. Funny cars, funny cars, funny cars. <laughs>